Hi. Hello. Welcome. Have you heard the good news? Oh my god, I had an opener. Where did it go? <laughs> uh, cats. Have you heard the good news about cats? The musical or the, the animal? The critters. Okay, also, so I have yet to put in my AC unit, so my window is open. So if you hear the noises of the street, too bad. You're going to have to deal with it because it's hot. Yeah, the AC um, in this room doesn't work, so the window is open. <laughs> yeah. Um, um. Tangentially, oh, not tangentially. Uh, I'm Sophia. I use they, she pronouns. Let's not wait until halfway through the episode. I'm Dylan. I use they, them pronouns. Um, my gender today is actually peanut butter because I saw a TikTok and it was like, okay, today's gender of the day is think fast. What's the first word you think of? And I thought of peanut butter. So, <laughs> so no, I was awoken on Saturday morning by a very loud mockingbird. And I believe after That's careful consideration, <laughs> after careful consideration this morning, having been awoken again by this particular bird, yesterday I was not awoken by this bird, but today I was. I have decided that this bird, the thing that it has chosen to mock, is in fact a car alarm. Incredible. And so I have named the bird Mercedes. <laughs> Um, there is a bird. I don't know what kind of bird it is. Maybe it is a mockingbird. But there's a bird who's like full volume yelling squawk. Sounds exactly like Ella's most pathetic. Oh, I'm so hungry. I haven't been fed in years. Meow. Like, you know, you know, when a cat's trying to be pathetic and does like a very soft meow. Yes, I do. There's a bird whose loudest squawk sounds like Ella's softest meow. <laughs> and every once yeah. in a while, I'll, I'll be like getting ready for bed and I'll hear it and I'll be like, Ella, what's the matter? And she's like, nothing. What are you talking about? This bird is not that. This bird sounds like a car alarm. Like not exactly like a car alarm. Like I know there are some birds like the lyre bird sounds exactly like whatever it's trying to mimic. Mm hmm. This bird, not quite, but it very clearly has, like, the rhythm and pattern of one of those really annoying car alarms. It's trying to, like, respond to the mating call of a car alarm in kind. It's, like, it woke me up. It was legit four in the morning. <laughs> That's terrible, but also funny. It was four in the morning. I went, I got up and put my headphones in and put my pillow over my head. And that's how I was able to get back to sleep. Because if I close my window, it's too hot in my room. Yeah. And because I haven't put my AC unit in. Also, next week when you visit me, will you help me put my AC unit in? Absolutely. I'd love to do that. And not just because it means that it'll be less hot. It's supposed to be in the 90s next weekend. So. Yeah, it's going to be hot. So, yeah, next weekend. I've never put my house has my my house at home in in the town that we live in yeah. has central AC. So I've never had to put in and I've been in college for the last four years. Yeah. So I've never had to like put in a window unit. Uh, this and apartment, I, I think they're technically window units, but it, it this apartment has like windows built in specifically for AC units. Uh, um, yeah. Do they, means, they don't come. 
I assume they don't come in or out during the. They no. just stay in the whole year. They just yeah. Stay in and get broken in the winter. <laughs> I yes, have to get mine I, fixed. I, I dragged um. this up this weekend. Not with the. I knew I wasn't going to put it in this weekend, but I dragged it up from our basement. I did not realize. And this is, again, me having never put in window units. I did not realize how fucking heavy AC units are. Yeah. They got they're a lot really, of parts. Yeah, they're really, really heavy. I really hope this thing works. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason it wouldn't work. But, you know, I'm I'm an anxious person. Also, I really can't stand this bird. It's really annoying. <laughs> Dylan, you have no idea. I'm going to, if it wakes me up again, I am going to take a recording of it and I'll send it to you so you can play it here okay yeah um wait shh moment of silence okay and if i didn't get a recording of it that's just a fun moment of silence in our podcast Um, also i'm i'm really struggling probably because i got woken up at four in the morning by a stupid fucking bird do you want to know what my dinner was tonight what two pieces of toast with cheese so basically a grilled cheese and a glass of chocolate milk (laughs) That's a very me, age seven, dinner. Because I really didn't feel like... I have, like, food I could heat up in my fridge. I just didn't feel like doing it. I had leftover curry. Um, Sounds like a way better dinner. Yeah. um, It was uh, frozen microwave curry to begin with, and I was reheating it, so... (laughs) Whatever. I mean, better than two pieces of toast with cheese on it and chocolate milk. Though it's really good chocolate milk. Um, Do you want to know what I had when I got home from work? What? Instead of eating real people food, I had ice cream. Incredibly valid on a day as hot as today. I'm really having like a Monday, you know? Mm-hmm. We're recording on a Monday. I'm having a Monday. Um, it's fucking Mo Day. I So I, my apartment is not in a state where I could have a... Uh, handy person come in and fix appliances um so my mom came to help me get it into a state so i can like not so me and my my cat can have working ac um and my mom would be like oh vacuum the rug and i would vacuum the rug and then she would take the vacuum and do it again like i wasn't doing a good enough job and i was like what is it that i'm doing not doing well enough can you like explain to me why you feel the need to redo everything and she's like no you're just you're not doing it and i'm like yeah, but you have to she i dusted she told me to dust my like tv stand and i dusted it and then she dusted it after i finished and her swiffer was clean when she was done with it because i had dusted it <laughs> mother why very classic very classic mom behavior you know um oh but but good news about cats um, Speaking of, wait, hang on, never mind. Oh my God, did you look at the moon last night? You didn't. I didn't. I looked at the moon it's, last night. Um, it was red. None of my windows could see the moon, and I wasn't about to go outside. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, it was. It was. It was red. Yeah. Big old. Big old moon. Anyway, but cats go. Am I doing something? Oh, I was. Yeah, I was looking at credit cards earlier today. I'm really having a Monday. I skipped two doses, as my doctor told me to do. Mm -hmm. I got a new primary care doctor. 
Good for me. I've been dying to get a new primary care doctor. Valid. I got a new. Pri- I got a new primary care doctor. It's nice to I get really a doctor like. that you like. She's the same doctor that my mom has. Uh, I'm not going to say my doctor's name. Holy yeah. cow! I almost just did. Jesus. Um, but as per the advice of my doctor, um, I over the weekend I skipped both doses of my ADHD meds because mm-hmm. she was like, "Take a med break," and I was like, "Okay." And I don't know how that's. I think it worked well today. I don't know how it's going to go tonight, though, because I'm like, now I feel funky, you know? Yeah. Like, my brain's not working. <laughs> that sounds anyway, fun and not at all stressful. Well, I think it's it's the right thing, because, you know... I mean, I trust your doctor, but, like, changing meds that what... affect your brain sounds scary, you know? You know, yeah, she knows what she's doing. Yeah. Um... Cats. Anyway, cats. Um, according to Science Alert magazine, uh, a study done in Japan suggests that cats remember the names of other cats, like <gasps> the human names of other cats. Um, and Wait. I read, I read this article. Um, I'm just going to summarize because this is just an opener. But basically, they would, they had cats that lived together, and they would, um. They would say the names of other cats to cats, and those cats would expect their siblings, like the other cats they lived with, to appear when their name was called. Fascinating. Fascinating stuff. Cats are so interesting. Yeah. Would you, do you, okay, wait. We've been doing this podcast for over a year at this point. Oh, apparently cats in a cat cafe um, are really good at recognizing other cats' names. That makes sense. They spend a lot of time with each other. Do you, for big article, do Mm -hmm. you want to go first or should I go first? You should go first because I have little stories. All right. This is very, this article is both very fun and and somewhat personal to me. Mm -hmm. Do you know... About Podecasaurus holiokinesis. That is related. Some it's a it's a dinosaur question mark that is related Correct. to your alma mater, right? Correct. Yes. The and he is now the official state dinosaur of Massachusetts. Nice. And he's just a cute little guy. That is the, the headline of this article is Massachusetts now has an official state dinosaur. And he's a cute little little guy. Valid. And it's Podecasaurus holiokinesis. And it's named that because it was found by a Mount Holyoke professor in the Pioneer Valley. Cool. How fun. Do, so, do most states have a state dinosaur? No. I'm going to get to that. We can go through the list because it's short. Most states do not, in fact, have a state dinosaur. It's 13, I believe. I was watching a cooking competition, and there was this guy from Oklahoma. And, like, every single meal that he made, he was like, oh, I incorporated this, which is Oklahoma state vegetable. And I was like, do most states have a state vegetable? And then he's like, and I used this, which is the Oklahoma state jam. And I was like, do states have a state jam? Not a state fruit, a state jam. Our state bird is the black-capped chickadee. 
And our state tree is the American elm, but good luck fucking finding one. Yeah. Because they're all dead because of Dutch elm disease. <laughs> anyway, um, this all might be... All of the state's dinosaurs are also dead. <laughs> yes, all like 14 of them. Well, well um, I mean to say uh, there's... Because there's the, they're dinosaurs. <laughs> yes, because they're dinosaurs. We do not live... In the Jurassic Park. Side note, I saw a trailer for a Jurassic Park movie. I don't know what's happening in the J Jurassic World CU. Jurassic Um, Park. Wait, hang on. Jurassic Park Extended Universe? Cinematic Universe, but yes. Cinematic Universe. Thank you. Um, I don't know what's happening in that. Um, I have not really paid attention. I saw Jurassic World and it wasn't as good as Jurassic Park. And I went, uh, Why okay. would you? Okay. The only um, appeal. Listen, the only appeal Laura of the Dern. new. I was going to say Laura Dern. <laughs> I was also going to say Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Um, and the other guy who's there too. He's also there. He's also comparatively not the same as Laura Dern or Jeff Goldblum. But I yeah. guess he's also. They also they all aged very well, but yeah. he's not Laura Dern or Jeff Goldblum, so I um, don't know his name. Yeah. Sorry, guy. But I, I saw a trailer for the new Jurassic whatever movie, and fucking Crispy Rat was being chased on a motorcycle through Rome by some velociraptors, and I was like, Literally. what the fuck happened to this series? I... <laughs> Beats me. A Beats me, but I recently... I recently found out that that my one of my favorite French actors, Omar C, is apparently in this in them. He's there. (laughs) And he is also there. He's there and has not died yet, which is impressive because he's black and horror movies and series. They love killing black people. We know this. This is true. Historically, (laughs) very bad. Historically, everything is bad to black sorry i mean you're not wrong but sorry (laughs) this is in fact a good news podcast so let's talk about mount holyokinus let's talk about our state dino yes um in what is possibly the only good piece of legislation that charlie baker has ever passed (laughs) sorry that is not what this article says i mean we 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 summarize articles here on this podcast for copyright reasons which involves that's, a certain amount of ad-libbing. That's personal opinion. Um. Side note. Um, this is, sorry, uh, not to derail again. But so I was at my parents' house this weekend because they have AC and they also have laundry machines that don't require me to pay money to use. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I was doing laundry at my parents' house and enjoying the AC on the hottest day of this weekend. Um, As one does. And I was like, they were down the Cape, so I was alone <laughs> um, at their house. And the doorbell rang at, like, 1 p.m. It was on a Sunday. And I was like... Interesting. I, like, I really thought about it. But I was like, what if it's one of my mom's brothers dropping something off as they are wont to do? Like, I don't want to. I don't want to leave, like, leftovers or, like, I don't know, a weird Greek soda or something out on the porch on an 80 something degree day if it's one of my mom's brothers dropping off a cool snack they found at the greek market or whatever you know what i mean Uh (laughs) uh-huh so i answer the door 
and it's a swarm of teenagers all dressed in like what you can only describe as like summer church clothes, if you know what I mean. Uh oh. Uh-oh, and sisters. Were, and I was, yeah, that was my reaction. I was like, uh-oh, sisters. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. No. Um, so I answered the door. <laughs> and they were like. Because they were nuns, right? No, they were like, hey, could, could we talk to you a moment about um, a Democratic candidate? And I was like, oh. oh. And these kids, I'm not going to talk about the candidate because I have not done my research and I don't want to, you know. But uh, Tell me these, about the candidate. These kids were so passionate about this candidate and they were like they're going on and on and there is a woman who is like I said to my mom that she was an older lady and my mom was like well is she my age or is she actually old and I was like mom? I have to be careful like I am so bad with the volunteers at the place that I am working because I'm like <laughs> I, w- I one of the volunteers gave me from when he was in the 19 like 60s he was doing military stuff in Germany and he had some like German dictionaries and phrasebooks from when he was trying to learn German and he gave them to me and they were oh, and I was like sweet. I was like I love <laughs> I love old stuff like this okay it's it's if it's from the 60s it is at least 50 years old for yeah. a book that's old for like a physical copy of a like a especially like a yeah like no a it was the sev- it was book. the 70s because okay. Viet- he said vietnam it was either he was either gonna get stationed in vietnam or germany <laughs> <laughs> and he was like i was pretty happy with that where i was stationed and i was like yeah you fucking should be yeah <laughs> yeah you got to gallivant across europe for two years um, or you could have been in Vietnam, and we all know history. Yeah. So, especially because that's like, I I don't know this particular guy's situation, but that was during draft times. So, if you yeah, I don't know, I don't know, be in the military. He was during. The I don't Vietnam know if he War. was drafted. I don't know what yeah. his situation was, but he was in Germany. You either got sent to at that time. Apparently, he told me you either got sent to Europe mm-hmm. or you got sent to Vietnam. Those were the only two options Oof. after you did like your basic training. And um, he got sent to Europe. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, no complaints here. Yeah. Oh, we got to so schmooze so it up in, in Germany. So the, there was this there lady. This woman. And my, I described her as an older woman. And my mom was like, what do you mean by older woman? And I, so I will use the descriptor I use with my mom, which this woman was old enough that I was very confident that she did not have a child in high school. Like she was too old to have a child in high school unless she adopted right. a child when she was like 60. But you know what I mean? She seemed a little bit too old to be any of these kids' moms, is what I mean. Which me- makes me think she's also a volunteer with some organization that they were working with, or like for this yeah, guy's yeah, campaign. Yeah. Um, so these kids were very, very passionate. This woman looked like she was melting. Was it was eighty something degrees this out. This a rep for like governor or senate or like I believe because Tammy Gouveia is she's our district she's like acton concord and i believe lexington but she's our state rep 
Yes. Um, she is um, campaigning to be a higher level in the next election. Got it. Um, and so this is to take her place. So this is uh, this was is a she state representative. For, I, I assume that then she, Tammy Gouveia is now campaigning for state Senate. I don't th- I think it was a position that I was unfamiliar with, like state, like a specific, like a state cabinet something. OK. God. Department I of Education or something. Really dislike Charlie Baker. Should we move? Keep going, though? Oh, anyway. So so there was oh. this small army of children who were uh, promoting a state uh, state senator. Congress a, person. A state Senate, state Congress, uh, Democratic candidate. And they were going on and on and on about like, oh, this is what his career was like. This is what he did. Like, blah, 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 blah. And they get to the end of it. And this one young person looks me dead in the eyes and goes, I can't vote for him, but you can. And I was like, I love when teenagers say that. Like, it's so cheesy, but it's also like, there's that kicks me right in the the gut. Because I was that teenager being like, listen... (laughs) I can't vote in this election, but you can. Please, I'm begging you. Literally. Quite Um, literally, yeah. God, is Charlie Baker up for re-election? Is he up for re-election? Are we going to have to vote for fucking governor? I'm going to be out of the goddamn country for the midterms. Jesus Christ. That gives you a valid reason to have a mail-in ballot. I know. No, I'm probably going to have to go to a fucking embassy to vote. I mean, you can do a... You can do an international mail-in ballot, right? Yes, but it might be easier to just go to an embassy. Yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway, um, the the this point of the story that I've been talking around for ages was I my parents eventually got home because it was Sunday and they were coming home. And I was like, hey, a bunch of kids who aren't old enough to vote yet are really passionate about this candidate. Um, so here you go. They came to your door. And my my mom looks at this and she cracks up and she shows it to my dad. And my dad went, um, I I think the first thing he said was, I once got in trouble with his mom for being a bad influence. Apparently, he used to be friends with one of my cousins and his parents were friends with my aunt and uncle. Um, and my dad was causing trouble with these uh, a small group Wait, of like five-year-old boys your dad's from california yeah this was this was like in the 90s so is this guy also from california no, no, no. uh my mom's side of the family oh his his parents <laughs> apparently went or his dad went to high school with one of my uncles um and then you should probably yeah should probably uh, i'm gonna cut a lot of this out but uh yeah yeah holy shit <laughs> that's so funny yeah it was that's really funny i just i was like hey look at this this is look at this candidate my dad's like i once taught this kid the uh i don't even remember what it was it was like how to smoke a bowl <laughs> Yep, that was it. 
I no, I think it was um it I don't remember. It's some dumb trick that children learn that is impolite. <laughs> like armpit farts or something. <laughs> I'm gonna choose to believe it was armpit farts. That seems like something your dad would My do. My dad taught this 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 state senate candidate armpit farts. This is like when um Alex in our D&D party, who I'm sure probably won't mind us using their name because I'm sure eventually we'll get them on the podcast, um, had in the middle of our game, I don't know if you were here for this, had in the middle of our game, somebody from their college call them. Um, they went to Harvard, to which they responded with, nobody's perfect. <laughs> they said, they said yeah, that, guys, I have to say guys, I have to tell you something. I went to Harvard. Nobody's perfect. Um, But they had in the middle of one of our sessions, somebody who they went to school with call them. And they were like, this person was running for some government seat, Senate, like state rep, and was like, hey, can I have will you donate money to like we graduated from college together will you donate money to my cal to my my like campaign fund and they were like no i don't have any money thanks for calling (laughs) bye incredible (laughs) anyway so the dinosaur so the dinosaur (laughs) yeah so charlie baker officially solidified that podocosaurus Holyokinesis is Massachusetts' official state dinosaur. So, Massachusetts residents, we have Representative Jack Lewis of Fitchburg um, to thank for coming up with the idea. And he said in a tweet on Monday, this was a few weeks ago, um, while this project only accounted for a small percentage of my time spent as your state representative, I am proud of everything this inspired and look forward to partnering, uh, look forward to partnering to find, to continue to find creative ways to help make the legislative process more accessible and yes, more fun. So basically this all started when Lewis was trying to think of COVID safe activities to entertain his child's girls, uh, his child's Cub Scout group. Mm-hmm. And he is apparently a lifelong dinosaur enthusiast. And he quickly became interested in an activity related to dinosaurs, which sparked the idea of bringing to bring dinosaurs to the state house. And in January of 2021, he announced that he was going to file a bill design designated um, to designate a Massachusetts discovered dinosaur as the state dinosaur nice. uh, and he created a poll so that massachusetts residents could vote for whichever dinosaur that they wanted to become the official state dinosaur and in february of 2021 he announced that the podecasaurus was the clear winner having garnered 60 percent of the votes which was thirty-five thousand. nice um here's the thing though he's really cute Hang on, I gotta put my leggy down. Um, <laughs> so, Podecosaurus, uh, 
Kodak was a tiny was a tiny little guy mm-hmm. who's estimated to be about um one foot tall and three feet long from head to tail. Nice. Just a little guy. Just a little guy. Um it was a small theropod, meaning it was a bipedal carnivore um, with a body shape similar to that of a T-Rex and a Velociraptor, but he was tiny. But little. In the diagram that they show, they compare him to like Excuse the size of a, of a human person, mm-hmm. but then also to the size of a house cat. <laughs> He's like the same size. I mean, long and skinny, but like the same size as a house cat, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, the tiny dino lived during the Jurassic period, which was about um, 195 to 180 million years ago in modern day Massachusetts. And its name means swift footed lizard. And um, Prodecosaurus. Quick interrupt. I don't know if my mic picked it up, but it went from not weather at all to sudden downpour outside. And it was oh. audible to me. <laughs> oh, I can't hear it. Okay. Uh-oh. That means that uh, my audio probably isn't picking it up because my mic is hooked up to Zoom. Yeah. So the Podacosaurus was discovered by Professor Mignon Talbot, who's one of the first women to earn a PhD in geology from Yale. She's also the first woman to become a member of the Paleontological Society. And she taught geology and geography at my alma mater, mm-hmm. Mount Holyoke College. You go, you go, girl. Um, and so when walking one day with her sister in 1910 near Mount Holyoke, she basically discovered the entire dino skeleton in sandstone. Um, That's really cool. Yeah, and she became the first woman to find a nearly completed dinosaur skeleton. And she named it Podacosaurus holyokinesis in 2000 and not 2011, wrong, in 1999. No, 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 stop. In 1911. But the specimen was destroyed in 1916 due to a fire and no other specimens have been found, which is heartbreaking, but there are pictures of it. I was about to say, do bones burn? But like, how else would people get cremated? Yeah. Yeah. My, my, my dude. <laughs> they actually um, just keep the skeleton separate. <laughs> when you get cremated, the guy who cremates you just keeps your bones. What do you think that um, they sell at Home Depot when um, you go to buy Halloween decorations? Are you telling me that the 12-foot Home Depot skeleton was a real man? Yeah, he's an NBA (laughs) all-star. Side note, speaking of the NBA, the Celtics are doing well, apparently, according to my mother. So I have heard mostly I saw a very funny TikTok today that I'm going to have to find if somebody who knows nothing about sports just crash a sport like an on the street sport like professional ESPN sports like interview where people are like interviewing people on the street and she's like I don't know anything about sports and the person's like can you name like two hockey teams and she's like the Sabres I gotta go. I can name so many hockey teams, 
but that's because I read a lot of Check Please fan fiction my senior year of high school. You're valid. I can name a lot of sports teams, but that's just, I feel like, because I have a good brain for, like, osmosis of things, yeah. you know? I could probably name every Boston sports team because I live here and am exposed to it all the time. You, you live you you live in Boston? Or the general New England area, and people there are fucking crazy about sports. There's no other way to explain it. Like, people in Boston are nuts about sports. There's, and I guess where I'm living, too. I live in Providence, and, you know, they're and basically you know the what? Thing. As long as they're not being shitty about it, they're valid. Everybody yeah, needs listen. interests. Everybody should be in some fandoms. <laughs> I told my mom that she was in the Red Sox fandom, and she was like, oh, I understand it now. <laughs> <laughs> this is like somebody um it was sarah zed on youtube made a joke in one of her recent videos about buying merch and referred to that said that the religion fandom buys a lot of crucifixes <laughs> and i boy oh boy did i nearly that that really cracked me up anyway um do 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 State oh. dinosaur. State dino. Um, Lewis, the representative, told Mass Live on Tuesday, several weeks ago, that he hopes making Podecosaurus will help uh, the state dinosaur helps Talbot receive more recognition. Um, there is, this is a quote, there is also such a great energy about how this project can not only elevate Professor Minion Talbot and can make sure her history is more well known, but also ensure that fields like paleontology, which historically have not been fields that fields of study that women have been attracted to in the same numbers as men. I feel like I read that sentence bad, but I don't care. Um, but how we can reflect on the role of women in science and the role of and the role of inspiring younger generations of women, he told the news site. Massachusetts is now the 13th state to designate a state dinosaur. Would you like to hear the other states that have a dinosaur and what those dinosaurs are? Absolutely. Interestingly, none of them are the T-Rex. I don't know if that's because there are have been no T-Rex specimens found in the United States. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. I don't know. So Arizona has a Sonarosaurus thompsoni. It's one of them long necky ones you know them long necky ones like a brontosaurus but not you know mm-hmm. um arkansas has one that i can only read as the arkansaurus friday i friday i it says friday i that's how it's spelled. I bet it was discovered in Arkansas on a Friday. Sure. And um, it, it's got feathers. It looks like an ostrich. It's tall. It's like the same size as a person. Um, California has one that is... Oh, man. These are, like, really testing me. Um... Augustorophosaurus. Nope. Whatever. I'm moving on. Um, Morisai. 
bet it was named after somebody named Morris. It was discovered in Fresno. It's an herbivore. It's got, like, hooves. Oh, Colorado? It's got one that we know. Would you like to take a guess? Megalodon. No. Megalodon? I guess Megalodon's technically a dinosaur. Um, sorry. I just got it. I, I assume this is spam. But I just got uh, I just got like a notification on my phone. And it was like you received an image from an unknown number, and I was like, "That's weird." Is it maybe like you know how like sometimes when you order something from like certain companies and they have like a guy deliver it, like if it's like sensitive material? I ordered a battery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, or- I ordered a, a, a. So I opened the picture. It is it is fully fully a nude from a stranger. Sweet. Nice. <laughs> Sorry, I was just blindsided a little bit. Nice. Is it like Is it a peener? Like what is no. it? Are you gonna Um It's um a person with tittle tiggle bitties in a mesh <laughs> shirt. Well, don't block the number because it's probably trying to get your credit card. Oh, it's absolutely fishing. Oh, a message just came through. Oh, uh, what's it say? Alessandra here, wondering if you have any plans later. I'd love to see you again, Parker. That's not your name. That Parker is, not is my name. I'm sorry. Parker is um, currently passed out in a bar um, in I'm my magical world. can report spam. <laughs> Which is a joke just for Dylan and anybody who listens to this podcast from our D&D game because one of the characters in our D&D game is named Parker. I feel like I talked to somebody else named Parker recently. Doesn't matter. Anyway, Stegosaurus, Dino of Colorado. Nice. Sorry, I just got very, very, very uh, distracted. that's what happens when big tits show up on your phone unexpectedly. <laughs> anyway, there's not a lot of other super interesting dinosaurs to me. I mean, that's so rude. Wyoming's dino is the Triceratops. Wait, isn't that not a real dinosaur? No, I don't know. Brontosaurus. They like found out that like, is it Brontosaurus? There was some famous well-known dinosaur that was on lots of dinosaur content and then they found out that it was just like one scientist drunkenly slapping together a bunch of miscellaneous bones i thought that was the t-rex no No, the t-rex definitely exists because there's a bunch of different subspecies of t-rex that's true i don't know i feel like all dinosaurs are kind of like you know all dinosaurs are drunkenly slapped together bones but some of them have more uh Credence? Is that a word? Than others. Mm-hmm. Oh, you said credence, and it made me think of something. I, um, how am I going to say this without incriminating myself? Um, we'll just put it like that. I went to see, not went to, I saw the new, <laughs> um, I saw the new, the new, um, not Harry Potter movie. Mm. But I went to see it, saw it. 
but I didn't I didn't give her any of my money. Mm-hmm. So you do that what you will in your brain. Um Yo ho And I'm not gonna go I'm not gonna go into any more details about mm-hmm. the You saw exact it. I saw it. Um we can talk about that a little bit. Listen. Do I wanna talk about it? I Listen. <laughs> They're not going to make any more movies. Like, I'm pretty sure the whole project has been, like, scrapped. Yeah, I saw, yeah. Which, good. It should be. Because they're bad. But also, like, this movie was kind of dumb in, like, a better way. You know? Like, I didn't fully, fully hate it. Maybe because they were like, also, Dumbledore's big secret is that he's gay. Like, the secrets of Dumbledore. Yeah, I kissed a man, and maybe I still like him. And maybe he's a genocidal maniac. And sure, that's probably a bad thing. But, like, will they kiss? I I hope not. Like, but (laughs) honestly, if they had kissed, if they had kissed, I would have wanted them to make another movie. Like... (laughs) If, me, Jude, if they had had the balls, no, 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 toxic relationship with Grindelwald. <laughs> if if Warner Brothers had had the balls to let Jude Law and Mads Mikkelsen kiss, I would have been like, no, you know what? Make another movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Yeah, okay. The worst, sure. the worst, not the worst part, but one of the worst parts about all of this is you know that they're going to attribute the fact that fewer people saw this movie slash like this movie because of Johnny Depp. Yeah. Which is such bullshit. Listen, I am. I if Johnny Depp had been in it, I probably wouldn't have watched it. I'm more likely to watch it because Mads Mikkelsen is in it now. Yeah, he's just better. There's that, and then there's also the fact that like that he's not an abuser. There's that, and there's also the fact that like people don't want to. There's a lot of people refusing to financially support this movie for other reasons for other than the fact other- that Johnny Depp isn't in it. Yeah. I can't believe people are boycotting it because Johnny Depp isn't in it. Yeah. That's wild to me. Like, I don't particularly want to talk about the whole, that whole situation. Yeah. Like, let's not. Can I just say, like, some some of y'all really decided that parasocial meant these are my fun little Barbies and I decide what happens and I make fun of them based on that. Listen, listen, nobody is saying that what Amber Heard did was right. She does. She done did some shit, but also Johnny Depp did way worse shit. And people are so much more willing to take his side, I think, simply because he's a powerful man in Hollywood, yeah. and they grew up watching also, Pirates of the Caribbean. There's also this whole thing where whatever. all these people are like, "He's not losing jobs just because of this. He's also losing them because he's a fucking pain in the ass to work with. You need to have a script supervisor feeding him his lines. That's a real thing that people who have worked with him said. Like he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't learn his lines. He wears an earpiece, and people tell him what his lines are, or he makes shit up, and that shit gets cut from the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's um, it's unbelievable to me. And then it's also unbelievable to me the, the way that people are 
treating Amber Heard. Like, yeah. Also, she the way is people not are treating a- this whole thing, like at the like, yeah, like it's an episode of a TV show, or like, yeah, she is by no means a like victims are not perfect people, but she is, she is a victim. Like yeah. that is proven. I I like genuinely don't want to talk about this because I feel like no, we can. It's we one can thing, move on. to be and like, you should cut most of it too. Yeah. I just I just want to say it's one thing to be like. Oh, I'm gonna watch a video, a movie about the Zodiac killer, or I'm gonna listen to true crime. That's already pretty fucked up, in my opinion. If you're not gonna respect the victims, but it's a whole other thing to like memify a horrific thing as it's ha- as the court case yeah. is happening. Yeah, like, hang on, let me pull up. There's a really, really great video that I watched this morning. Um, let me pull it up. Um, the name of it. This is do, like do, do. if that okay. woman's ghost were it's at the OJ Ro- trial, trials and oh they were making God. fun of her. Like It's by Ro Ramden. R-O-R-A-M-D-I-N. Um, and it's 13 minutes. I highly recommend watching it. Um, their content typically is a lot like funnier. They're, they make a lot of very funny commentary content. Um, this is not that, but this video I thought was very good and, and pretty much articulated basically everything that I'm feeling about this and let's just move on. But I will say had, um, had Warner brothers had the balls to let Jude Law and Mads Mikkelsen fucking kiss at the end of that movie, I would have been like, yeah, okay, let's make a fourth one. Anyway. Um, yeah. Um, support trans rights. Um, oh yeah because we mentioned the fucking yeah donate to mermaids uk or the trevor project write to your representative about trans protection laws there's a lot of um legislature that is trying to happen right now yeah let's Um, not i don't particularly want to talk too much about it we finished recording our podcast i think last week and i opened my phone after we finished recording and saw the news about the draft opinion about Roe. And I was like, thank God I didn't see that before we started recording. And also, let's be very clear. It is not done yet. Like, people saying that Roe has been overturned, they're wrong. It's not finished. I also want to say, um, this, first, there's a lot of things that led to this, obviously, but um, for years and years and years, people have been saying, oh, when you put in, like, legislator against trans health laws, it leads to, like, it, it makes it easier for this kind of thing to happen. Like, yep. it's a pushback thing. It's Anyway, I don't want to get into it. Um, however, I will say, um, look about look into the laws where you live. And write your representatives if you have the emotional energy to do so. Because getting a phone call, getting a physical letter makes yeah. a big difference to people. Um, I'm going to send know you... the other side is writing in a hundred times because they've got nothing fucking better to do. Yeah. Um, Dylan, I'm going to send you a video... Um that is resources to um, specifically black run 
and black women led and like black queer led abortion clinics and abortion funds mm-hmm. um i just don't have them off the top of my yeah. head but um, i have um a i list will put of those resources resources in the episode description um what was i gonna say oh also this is this is a middle bit thing. We're fully in the middle bit at this fully point. Fully into the middle bit. I have to go um, get my water though. So are you can you still hear me? Cause, oh yeah. Okay. So you might see in the news that uh Starbucks is uh finding a way to uh pay employees to leave their states to get abortions or whatever. Keep in mind, this is right on the heels of them getting a bunch of bad press about union busting and the fact that they are they have said a couple of things that imply that they aren't going to do this for unionized Starbucks. So even (laughs) I hate to say it on our good news podcast, but even when there's good news, sometimes it's covering up bad news. Yeah, Um, just this is just your your daily reminder to be um to be very critical oh i'm really really far away from my you are very far away from your mic (laughs) this is your your good news reminder to be just hang on i'm still really far away i'm sorry i have to plug my computer in in just a second um just be extra critical um and I, th- I don't think we've said this in a while. Read the whole Read the article. whole article. And look, read, at, look at the related articles. Read everything. Just like try I, if you can. I read to- one of the Starbucks articles and one of the related articles was Starbucks might get in trouble for union busting. <laughs> and I was like, ah, the duality of corporations. Um, yeah. Like read... Um, um, want to hear something fun and lighthearted and completely unrelated? Sure. Uh, this is a headline without context brought to Wait, us. Wait, I have one quick thing I, I do want to say. Mm. Um, because I did not, in the year of our Lord 2022, never did I think I would be excited about Doctor Who again ever in my entire life. Um, but as like a severely... Um, Doctor Who was probably my first like fandom obsession, hyperfixation yep, as a same. child, and got me into all of the other shit that I is highly embarrassing for me. And I here's let's not the thing though, talk about that. Uh, Super Who Lock is cringe. Doctor Who kind of holds up. It's a campy sci-fi show. No, Doctor Who does. Doc, out of all three of those, Doctor Who had the best writing, especially the first four seasons. Yeah, which is why. Chudigawa has been so for those of you who don't know who are not up with the times Chudigawa who is on sex education playing oh my brain machine just absolutely no it's been a really long time since I've seen the show Uh, my brain just absolutely broke not sex ed um um oh my god why is my brain not working he's playing oh eric he plays eric Eric on sex education there we go um he's just been announced as the The new new doctor doctor. 
And Russell T. Davies is also taking over again as the lead writer. Um, and my little fucking nerd brain is just so happy. There is a gay black man at the head of this show. And Russell T. Davies, this one of the most... sci-fi ta- show from the 60s. Yeah. Has a gay Russell black T. Davies, man as its protagonist. Russell T. Davies, who's one of the most talented TV writers ever. Like, the first four seasons of Doctor Who are so, so good. I'm not going to say that Captain Marvel was Disney's attempt at making a lesbian Top Gun. I'm just going to leave that little nugget out there for (laughs) y'all to explore on your own time. Um, Do you want to hear a headline without context? Please. We've been going for so long. We have been going for so long. You should cut lots of things anyway headline yeah, this please. is gonna be one of those episodes where i'm like riding the edit the whole time <laughs> headline <clears throat> give me <clears throat> headline please this this is from nintendolife.com slash news oh boy former nintendo employee admits he was quote really worried unquote about leaking saucy waluigi artwork Excuse me? Oh, also, um, while I try to not blow water out my nose, remember to drink yours. Drink water. I also, I can't find it, but I saw a headline about uh, uh, fucking Riverdale that caught me off guard and I wanted to share it, but now I can't find it. It was something along the lines of like... Veronica is takes being toxic to a new level while Archie molts or something like that. That I hate that show so much. I can't describe. I like, love hearing random plot updates about that show out of context. Is it still happening? Yeah. Is it still airing? Jesus Christ. Let's see what <sighs> happens if I just go to the news about Riverdale. Oh, I guess Riverdale got canceled. <gasps> or maybe it didn't get canceled. <laughs> well, it's either one or the well, other. So seven, seven shows got canceled, and there are Riverdale oh. memes about it. Seven CW shows, including Legends of Tomorrow, which is arguably the best superhero show because it's so fucking camp. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Your article now, because we've we're we're hitting the hour mark, and I'm dying. Okay, my brain is full of cobwebs. I can't believe it's my birthday on Saturday. Happy birthday! It's me birthday. Fuck! 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 Give me one second. Panicked cussing. Um, I'm just going to read, I'm just going to do something super short, um, that I think is interesting and I think it's good news, but, uh, we can talk about it. Um, The Wizard of Oz is returning to theaters this June, like the original movie, with a previously deleted musical number. Is it the hundredth year anniversary of The Wizard of Oz? It (laughs) is for Judy Garland's hundredth birthday. Ah. 
Yes, that makes sense. I knew it was going to be a hundredth something. No, because the Wizard of Oz came out in what? 1930 something? 30 something. Because Judy Garland was like 16. Yeah. When that movie came out. I have no idea. Um, The seven... 75th anniversary was eight years ago. Oh. So, um, doing a little bit of math, it, that movie is 83 years old, which means it came out in the 40s? Um, we could just Google what year it came out. I'm looking I don't have that to up. do math. 1939. 1939. So, it was close. In both of my guesses. Wow, the same year World War II started. Nothing else important was happening. Just Judy Nothing Garland. else happened during the year 1939. Um, and as it is May, I thought it would just be uh, fun to touch briefly on the history of The Wizard of Oz, Dorothy, and Judy Garland, and their relation to the queer community. A friend of... Friend of Dorothy. I'm in a group chat right now called Friends of Dorothy, and it's a person I know named Dorothy and a bunch of queers. Nice. Maybe one other straight person. I don't actually know. Um, I am looking up 1939 in... Um, oh, fun fact, though. This mm. um, movie came out before the invasion of Poland. <laughs> Sorry. That's good to know. <laughs> Oh, man. I looked up the year 1939 in... Um... Oh, I'm getting the rain that you just got. I'm going to close my window a little bit. You talk. Um, So, for those who don't know, in... I don't even know what decade it was. Was it the 50s? The 1950s and 1960s, um, people might... Jesus, fuck. This is like a downpour. Yep. Uh, people uh, who, specifically gay men, but, you know, it's for everybody, um, would refer to themselves as being a friend of Dorothy or having a friend named Dorothy. Now you're a friend of Ellen? No, that was like the 90s. Um, <laughs> no, sorry, sorry, sorry. 90s Ellen deserves respect. She did a lot for gay rights. So does Laura Dern, though. I mean, she was she did a lot for gay rights on Ellen. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, but, January twenty fourth of nineteen thirty nine. There was a big earthquake in Chile. Interesting. Sorry, I'm on the Wikipedia page for nineteen thirty or the year nineteen thirty nine. Wild. Um, but uh, so there's a couple other fun Wizard of Oz queer things that happen. Um, uh was, sorry this article is wonderful it is uh from epgn.com the wizard of oz in the lgbt community um uh bah, 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 bah. wow oh. he was in power for a really long time sorry uh, <laughs> i'll just continue to go through <laughs> facts about the year 19... March 28th, 1939, General Francisco Franco assumes power in Madrid, remaining there until his death in 1975. Long time. Um, and on the same day, 
March 28th, 1939. American adventurer Richard Halliburton delivered last message from Chinese from a Chinese junk. Sorry, I should stop doing this. Before he disappeared like, on a like, voyage oh, across this the news Pacific. This is connected to a fun historical thing that I would like to talk about. And you were like, let's talk about the year 1939. <laughs> Sorry. You keep going. Oh, um, the first um, first Batman. Oh. Um, In May. May 1st. So, so some things I want to throw out there is... Um, uh, the Cowardly Lion refers to himself as a sissy and a dandy lion, which made a lot of gay men identify with him. Um, there's nice. also the 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 phrase over the rainbow right there. Um, the idea of being whisked away from a far town, from a small town to a magical world where you make friends who are different like you. Um, hey, um, August 15th, 1939. A Wizard of Oz. Nice. Um, uh, also, just a line from this article I want to highlight. For some, it has never been a coincidence that the Stonewall riots erupted the night after Garland's funeral. Which Damn. I don't know if you know that, but I believe in some recounts of the story, the event happening at the Stonewall Inn was a memorial for Judy Garland. Um, when I... all that shit hit the fan. Does not surprise me. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of things. There's a lot of fun and interesting connections. Um, gay people historically have kind of fixated on this movie and made it into a symbol of, you know, the community. And I think that's really cool and fun. Um, one thing that I wanted to throw out there was when I was 18... I went on a trip with my parents and we went to this like fun, it was like kind of a nostalgic, campy cabaret bar thing in Canada. It was, but either before, I don't, I don't remember. It was, we went to a bunch of, it, it was a long trip. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember what part of the trip this was on, but we went back like four nights in a row to this one cabaret because there was this one performer whose name was Perry and he was very camp and very fun and he had like every night he wore two different uh, sequined blazers and he would change blazers in the middle of the show and like funky bow ties just a fabulous very interesting man I think one of my dad's cousins is friends with him on Facebook now anyway <laughs> this oh, I was gesticulating and I hit my cap Oh my god. Hey, that's the danger. It's their fault. They walked into it. Um, oh, but he, he had a lot of really funny bits that he would come back to, but every night he would do a song from some movie that came out in the 30s, 40s, or 50s, and he'd be like, oh, in this movie, so-and-so plays blah, blah, blah. They wanted Judy, but they couldn't get Judy. And so instead they cast, I don't know, uh, who else was famous at the time and sang? Julie Andrews. And she ruined it because she wasn't Judy. Mm -hmm. And it was just, I'm not explaining this bit well. There was, there I get, was an I older gay that. man who did a very cool camp cabaret, like uh, retro cabaret performance at this one bar that I went to in Canada. 
and it was very cool and he loved Julie, Judy Garland because who doesn't who doesn't love Judy Garland do you want to know something wild sure um first of all I didn't know that being a Nazi hunter was like a profession but that's um Bita Karsfeld that's her profession. She is a German-born Nazi hunter. Oh wait, wait a second. She's just a, she's a journalist. She's did inve- Okay, never mind. She like did investigations of Nazis. Mm-hmm. Was like a war crimes prosecutor. She it's not I guess it's not as glamorous was, as I made it. There are some stories. I don't know how valid they are, but there were some stories of like young women who during during World War II, would be like, seduce Nazis, like, find them, seduce them, bring them back to their bedrooms, and kill them. I'm sure that's true. She was born in 1939, though. Oh, cool. So, um, I don't think she was doing that during the war. Jesus. <laughs> she was a baby. <laughs> An infant. A, a child uh anybody born nobody interestingly enough nobody super famous born the day that um the music died <laughs> sorry right, i'm fully I'm, fully no born the day that fuck you now i can't stop thinking about it was born the day um the wizard of, wizard of oz, came, of oz out. came out but Interestingly enough, Lily Tomlin was born the day that Germany invaded Poland. <laughs> um, She's born on September 1st. Uh, oh, one thing I do want to say. This Almost is, said good for her. <laughs> this is so wildly unrelated, but I just, I've been thinking about it a lot recently and I just wanted to share on our podcast. Um I, the day the music died inspired me this. I don't know. I don't know if you ever saw this man, but I have the most the most vivid memory of any elementary school assembly like guest speaker was this man who had a guitar covered in bumper stickers who sang songs about how drugs were bad. Interesting. Um, My most the- vivid memory was it was a like a one man show that i saw we saw it was at school in kindergarten and this was when i first learned that the u.s government assassinated martin luther king jr because this guy (laughs) he had incredible he had very in my kindergarten memory his his he had locks they were probably like they were probably shoulder length but in my kindergarten brain they were like down to his like past his waist because you know you're a kindergartner and you remember things bad Mm -hmm. um they were very long and i remember at one point he's like doing a thing where he he is martin in the in the show he is martin luther king and he like is doing this thing where he comes out on his balcony and he's like reading thing something and then he gets cut off in the middle of his sentence with like a bang and then he like falls to the ground and I'm like ah no oh my <laughs> and school, I was like uh, assemblies are fucking wild but and I, I was just... very no I was very 
very upset by it. Understandable. Like, no, everybody else around me was like, okay. And I was like, are we not? <laughs> he died. Like, I was like, I... I was like, I know that this is a play and that he's not civil rights leader Martin Luther King Jr. But, but I also did not but I also did not know. Like at that point, nobody <laughs> had told me that Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated. Was well, not only that he was assassinated, that he was but dead? that he was like killed. Mm-hmm. Like I knew he was dead, but I did not know that. That was how he had died. I definitely that been did like, not know that he was dead when I was in kindergarten. I don't know why I was, they were. I, I was. I don't know if I was in kindergarten or like first grade. I was young. We were still in our old elementary school. I know that for a fact. So it was before you were in second grade. So I was either in first or second grade, and I no, just remember you're, you're, when you were in second grade. That was the first year at the new building. Yeah, because that was my first year there. So it was kindergarten or first grade. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I was either in kindergarten anyway. or first grade. Um, and I remember, like, all my classmates just sort of being like, oh, okay. And I remember being, like, very upset by this. Understandable. Um, and I don't know if it's because, like, also I had I had a, a black kindergarten teacher. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I was like – and I, in my head, I was like, are we not going to – and we went back and then we just like didn't talk about it <laughs> and um, i so went my... to my teacher and i was like are we not gonna talk about this my story and is... she was like we can talk about this and i was like can we please talk about this i was like why did they kill him and she was like well they killed him because he was saying some like pretty important stuff and i was like yeah but why would they kill him then <laughs> and i was like but are we not gonna talk about this as a class and she was like well Hi, That's I'm we seven had... years old maximum. Please explain to me why the government killed Martin Luther King. Well, she was, I imagine, was bound by, like, what the school would allow her to say. Yeah. She was basically like, well. Also the fact that you were seven. Yeah, the fact that I was, like, a five in kindergarten. Yeah, seven at the oldest. Seven at the oldest, at the maximum. I also imagine. If this was the last week of your first grade. Yeah, she was like, first of all, you're a child. Second of all, like, I probably cannot tell. I didn't because she was I like, became she was a like, kindergarten teacher specifically so I wouldn't have to answer these questions. Well, she was like, she was like, well, this is why we had, like, we talked about it, the two of us. Yeah. She was also like, well, this is why we had the assembly. Mm-hmm. And I am guessing she did not know that this one man show about <laughs> the civil rights was going to end with this guy. <laughs> reenacting the assassination of martin luther king jr incredible beloved civil rights activist but that is like a core memory in my head of this guy like walking out on stage and then like bang and then he was like and then he was killed by the blah 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 and i was like what the fuck um yeah anyway my assembly story is absolutely nothing like that um i was just gonna say that this man absolutely butchered just one or two lines he only sang like two or three lines from the song american pie and he absolutely butchered them because he was trying to prove a point was this at the school that was this at our elementary this school? was at our public elementary school okay okay because you went to a different school for a couple years before yeah 
This was this was not their kind of assembly. Um, they once had an assembly about how malaria spreads. At our public school? No, no, no. At my private elementary school that oh, I went okay. to when I was in kindergarten. Um, <laughs> Fascinating. Anyway. What the fuck did you just knock over? Um, <laughs> Jesus it's, it's Christ. It's taken a really weird turn. Oh, so this man, he came in. He had a guitar covered in bumper stickers. I was like, this is promising. He was like, I'm going to talk to you guys about drugs and alcohol. And me being the fucking, like, fucking dare teacher's pet. Uh, that I was was like yeah tell us about drugs and alcohol I was such a little narc as a kid I used to so my dad once in a blue moon likes to smoke a cigar like a nice cigar and as a child I used to whenever he would smoke a cigar go up to him crying and be like dad you're gonna die of lung cancer oh my god yeah, that tracks. Just this terrible little narc. The only reason that I didn't... uh, The only reason that I wasn't a fucking teacher's pet to the fucking police officer that came in and taught Dare was one time he told a joke and I didn't get it. And so I asked my sister what it meant and she was like, that's racist against Chinese people. And I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> I don't like this man. Yeah, well, listen, all police officers suck, but... Him this man in particular this man in particular sucks a lot and if you're listening <laughs> fuck you you know who you are fuck actually you, he probably officer. doesn't i mean he's <laughs> the only one who did dare yeah but he probably does not know who either of us are that's true you have a different you straight up have a fucking different name yeah anyway uh, I'm the same, so, but I don't think I made much of an impression. <laughs> I really, really, I liked the message of Dare, if not the method by which it was delivered. So me being the, like the listen, shitty the, little the, narc that I was. The message of Dare is basically like, hey. Drugs and alcohol a, will kill you. Don't do them. Listen, the we had a really great eighth grade health teacher. Yeah. Middle school drug and alcohol lectures fucking phenomenal for our just for our public school though yeah. i don't know what other public schools he in he was the best the health England teacher at all, of all time still is i assume I fucking assume phenomenal he was like listen you've already made your choice about drugs i'm just gonna give you all the information so if you do choose to do them you can survive and i was like yeah. i respect the fuck out of you you know he was great and basically i his his Basically, the message that the takeaway that I got from him was basically like, hey, these ones will fucking kill you. Don't smoke too much weed until you're older. Don't drink and drive. <laughs> yeah, he was he was very much like, listen, I am not an abolitionist <laughs> of, of drugs and alcohol i'm not here to tell you that they're all gonna kill you and that they all suck i'm also not gonna tell you not to have sex i am going to give you the tools you need to make your own choices and live through them yeah he was great my favorite ever class that i ever had in that i don't know if i've still told the story before he he like many good health teachers had a question box where you could anonymously yeah write in questions and he did a thing where he saved his favorite ones and would go through them. Just the ones that like either it's were It's a really good question 
or it's really fucking funny. It's <laughs> really fucking funny. One of the ones was like, why do I have rocks in my nipples? <laughs> That's one of the ones that he read to us. No, my favorite story. And um, if this person is listening, you know who you fucking are. And also, you clearly had not gone through puberty yet. Because I'm sure your penis has gotten bigger since then. <laughs> but, but the question was, what is the size of the average male penis? And he goes, well, the average size is between like, I don't know, like five to seven inches or whatever. And this <laughs> boy in my class just totally sieve brain, unprompted, no filter just goes oh my god that's so big <laughs> um my favorite eighth health grade house. eighth grade mind you clearly yeah. not like boys but like assigned male at birth go through puberty later than yeah. assigned female but like clearly had yeah. not really um, started I just... he but god bless this kid like bless this mess and i'm like man the... Also, can I just say something really quick? I don't know if you are physically capable of saying something really quick. I don't think this podcast is capable of saying anything really quick. Again, if you're my father, just leave now. (laughs) Just... The, for the rest of this episode, you're done. Podcast over. Wait, I've been wait, Sophia. wait. Can I just say really quickly? No, no, no. Only if you're my dad. Only no, 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 if you're but my dad. I want your dad to hear this. Oh, okay. Yeah. The okay. terrible, terrible, don't do drugs guitar man sang oh, okay. the line, drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Some good old, or bye bye, Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Some good old boys were drinking root beer and Coke, saying this will be the day that I live. And I, to this day, am angry that he didn't come up with a fun and a more clever way to say, if they weren't drinking alcohol, they would have lived. Which is a bullshit take to take. But if you're going to take it, commit to it. Come up with a Fit it into the rhyme scheme. I have spent the past... 15 years thinking about this and like oh, sometimes yeah. when i'm in the shower i'll be like bye bye miss american pie i drove my chevy to the levee but the levee was dry some good old boys drinking fruit beer and sprite singing i think i can win this next fight <laughs> just like something that makes tangential sense <laughs> Anything, just and anything that's better than that. Rupert okay, and now Coke singing "This Will Be the Day That I Live." If you're my dad, you can leave now. Okay. Bye, <laughs> bye. If you're my dad, I've been Sophia. I'll catch you on the flip side. Now you say your piece. Oh, um, I'm I'm Dylan, and you've heard the good night and good news. Oh, but only if you're my dad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, five inches is really all you need. That's what I'm saying. Like. Sure, say what you will, more is better, yeah. whatever, whatever. But, like, if it's attached to a person. <laughs> I mean, you're right, and you should say it. If it's attached to a person, like, let's be real. Like, I don't understand why people are like, I want a really big dick, like, nine inches, eight inches. Like, I the don't want that. isn't that far down. I don't want that. It's too... It's too much, man. It's uh-uh. too much, man. It's, it's quite literally, although sometimes probably not. Yeah. But like in like in this most, specific case, 
in most in most cases i'd say probably i don't know what percentage of the population is trans femme with a whatever it doesn't matter i don't know what percentage of the population does not identify as cis male and has still and has a be- cis whatever males with their dicks that's too much dick it's too much you know what five I, to, there's a I reason why five to seven about having sex with trans women but there's I a do reason why five to seven is considerate so i feel like trans there's women, a reason why there's a i'm just saying there's a reason why five to seven is the av- is the like is the average and <laughs> i'm sure darwin evolution. has <laughs> i'm sure there's a darwinian reason in there somehow if your dick um, is too big can't get somebody pregnant i'm sure that's i'm sure that's not true but if your dick is too big nobody's gonna want to put it inside them yeah because it's too big um you can only accommodate so much up there side note tina turner um, was born in 1939 sorry side note she's swiss class story Sorry. Oh, yeah. We were talking about health um, class and then we favorite, should wrap it up. Yeah. Well, so my favorite health class story has a part two um, that involves Sophia in that I relayed this story to Sophia when we were in high school and Sophia had a really funny response to this. Um, so one of the question box questions was, why do men want to have angel sex? Do they want shit on their dick? <laughs> which kind of kind of thought about it for a minute after he finished laughing because the phrasing was really good and funny and he was like but I'm also, not looking at the question it's a good question the phrasing is what got me um, everybody should go watch the letter kenny bit about anal versus vaginal sex because they have a whole bit about it just um so my health teacher composes himself and goes you know um, different people have different preferences. What is fun and exotic to somebody might be normal to somebody and repulsive to somebody else. Not everybody likes the same thing. And this girl in my health class, again, no filter, no filter in health class. Goes, also, oh. this health teacher is very good at making just like it's a very comfortable environment because yeah. he's a really good fucking health teacher. Listen, health teacher, if you're listening. You're a real one. You know who you are. Also, I hope all your daughters are well. I used to know them. Um, <laughs> you're you're a real you're a real one. Also, great shirts. He had great he shirts. He did have great shirts. Oh, but this one girl in my class, no filter, goes, "Oh, like sushi." <laughs> and I repeated this to Sophia in high school, and Sophia's what? response was. I mean, if anything's like sushi, I think it's cunnilingus. <laughs> I have no memory of saying that. I thought you were going to say the thing about, oh, oh, I had it. Go back to the beginning of this story. Question box question. Anal sex. Shit on their dick. It's not for everybody. <laughs> Oh, well, there's that whole thing about if somebody's putting it up your butt, they're not really thinking about getting shit on their penis. They're thinking about the fact that you're they're letting you put their penis up your butt. There's that. And then there was also the other thing I said, which... Mm, no, I don't think I'm at that point. Where I'm just going to... Listen, your dad has stopped listening. 
if God didn't want men to have anal sex, he wouldn't have put a prostate up there. That, yes. But has my dad stopped listening? Listen, if you're my dad and you haven't stopped listening, really stop listening now. <laughs> like, I'm begging you, just go away. Because what am I, just leave. Okay, there's that other thing that I said that if I'm going to let somebody put something up my butt, I really, they really have to love me first. That was the other thing that I said. <laughs> like, nobody, just not nobody's going to be putting something back there, you know? Sorry, I laughed so hard I knocked my earbud out. <laughs> I thought that's what, where you were going with that story. No, but that's also a good one. <laughs> that is also something that I said. Man, you know, I'm real you funny. Also, <laughs> you also once said that you're not assertive enough to peg anybody. I have said that. I have said that too. I still stand by that. If you can listen, tweet at us. Tell us, all, if, tell us your favorite health class story. Please, listen, I'm begging if, you. If you can tell me a, if you can tell me how to peg somebody in a submissive way, I'm all ears. They need to be a power bottom. But it, you might is, be wearing the strap, but they're fucking you. <laughs> this is the moral dilemma. Moral dilemma. <laughs> moral the dilemma I've had my entire life, Dylan. It's plagued me for years. Anyway, no. Um, my final health story. Shout out to one of my favorite people who uh, I'm not really. I was never really friends with them, but um, I knew them. I went to Hebrew school with them. And I've known them for many years. We were doing, there was the one class, probably everybody's favorite health class that this teacher did, which was the slang class, where I believe our health teacher divided the board up into four quadrants and put vagina, breasts, penis, maybe it was just three quadrants or whatever, and was like, okay, everybody write all the slang or... In my class, we nominated, like, one person to write, and we were just, like, throwing out all the slang we could think of for it. I don't know. I don't remember what the purpose of this class was. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. I just remembered another great thing that he said, which was uh, one of the question box questions was... um, God, we should just have a health class podcast. Um, See, this is why we need to bring back our topics bingo. Um, he had this, one of the questions was, what does snake in the bush mean? (laughs) And his response was, I think this is probably the most straightforward measure. This is probably the most straightforward metaphor as far as animal shrubbery metaphors go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Well, so it was divided up into those four, those quadrants. Not quadrants, because there are only three of them. Whatever. And people are just like... Throwing them out Tits. Cock. Puss. Like, pussy. And the person who's writing them on the board just writes boobies. And then turns around. And we're all like, yeah. Just turns around and looks at us and just goes, just trying to keep it PG, PG, everybody. (laughs) That is the opposite of what you are trying to do. As we have behind us on the board, we have, like, cock, titties, cunt, 
like although i don't think we wrote cunt i think somebody wrote the c word you know like i was i don't remember why but i was thinking about middle school the other day and i was thinking about how my little fucking nerdy ass loved the fact that we had cranberry apple juice at science olympiad practice because then i could say crapple in front of a teacher and not get in trouble that's so nerdy oh my god I was. I think at some point during this, I was one of. Oh, the person who said boobies was also Jewish, um, and Harry was also friend of the podcast who is yet to be on the podcast. Harry um, mm. was also in my health class, and we were one of only several. Like there were a couple of other, of other Jewish kids in this class, but we knew the most Yiddish, mm-hmm. and boy, oh boy, did do the Yiddish have so many words for penis um not a ton for vagina but isn't that as how it always goes um but we just had so many words and our health teacher was like i didn't even know some of these we were like well you don't speak yiddish so he was like thank you for enlightening me we were like you're welcome anyway i have to go to the bathroom so bad so you have heard the good news and also a fuck ton of tangents. We really we really brought the tangents only energy to this episode. And I'm I'm yeah, glad. Me too. Um, you have heard the good news. I have been Dylan. Um, I've been Sophia. Good night and good news. And I'll catch you on the flip side. Dad, if you've listened up to this point, I'm disowning you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>